tonight would say uh, uh, by, by uplifted hand um, that how can I describe it those things we were, we were saying earlier uh, uh, before we took communion about um, peace or joy laughter or uh, so one of those areas, I'm talking about manifest in you, or, or a healing, or a bondage of some kind, an oppression, something broke, and I'm not, I'm not just asking for a, I believe, but you, you have some, some sort of experience, and thank God for the belief, I don't minimize that, but I'm not, not the question right now, but you've had an experience, and you are experienced freedom, victory, in one of those areas, something like that, in the service tonight happened in the service while we were rejoicing or receiving communion or one of these elements of the service tonight. I hope I explained that clear enough. I'm not trying to throw such a broad net where I include everyone, but uh, trying to just be accurate. Uh, how many would lift your hand and say, yes, that's something happened like that in my life tonight. Lift up your hands in the air. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is good. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful for his his word, his promises, amen. Thankful for his, his spirit working in our lives. Yeah, I believe we, when we, we follow his leading like this and we're not just hung up on church has to be a certain way and has to look a certain way all the time, uh, there's a reason we have different types of services. And one reason is because there's more than worship and teaching involved in being a Christian and being an incumbent in church. But how many times... I mean, I have pastors from different places ask me about this, and uh, uh, because all they, all they, their people know, and they, they know better, but they don't do better. All they know is worship and teaching. They don't know any move of the spirit. They don't know about any, uh, people, and people have been Christians for a long time, and and they don't know anything. And Jesus said, "The truth will make you free." Praise God, if you know it, if you know it, if you know the truth. It makes you free. Praise God. So new levels of freedom, new levels of glory. Amen. And we become we are carriers, you know, carriers of the glory of God. And uh, in times like these, uh, I've had many times. I don't know about you. I'm sure we get. Uh, I'd love to have testimonies, but with all those hands, we'd be here a while. Uh, but we're certainly write testimonies and tell us whenever you can and write all that. But. There have been many times after these services, I wake up in the middle of the night, it's Thursday morning, and the power is still going in my arms. <laughs> it's leftovers. It's, it's, it is. It's like it's lingering. And, and, and then in the, into the morning, I've had times because we have meetings on Thursday mornings and so forth. There have been many times I've said, yeah, it's still on me from last night. Meaning it's the presence of God is tangible. That's one of the reasons I think why... People say at times, you know, I don't mean you have to look for this, but people say at times, I come here, and when they come in the building or they come near the building, stuff happens. Seriously, God moves in their life. They can tell the presence. Because some of it, it's, we do lots of good stuff in here. Yeah. 
the linger thing is going on. We linger in the presence and it saturates. See, is that, is, you're saying a lot tonight without any scriptures. I can give you scriptures on all this. And uh, first example that comes to mind, in mind with that is Elijah's bones. Elijah or Elisha? Elijah. Elijah's bones. Remember Elijah's bones? He was dead for a long time. They threw a dead guy in there where his bones were. And the guy came back to life. There was residue of God's power in the bones. So he had to have been there a while because, you know, you figure the skin was gone and stuff. God's power lingers in places. Amen. Moses would, the glory of God would come on the, the tabernacle there. And, uh, and Moses would go in and spend time with God. The glory of God was there. He'd be having a conversation uh, with God. And Joshua was, you know, second in command there. And he would go in there with him. And Moses would get done, get his marching orders and so forth. And he'd go out. And Joshua would stay. You ever read that? The reason Joshua did what he did, he got to fight the battle of Jericho. And, you know, Joshua would stay. What are you staying, what are you staying for? Joshua's service is over. He would linger. He would hang out in the presence of God. When you do that, you you carry something with you because you absorb like you would a smoke in a smoking section that they used to have. You know, it, it gets in you, and but it's the glory of God, and you carry it out with you. Jesus, remember Jesus did the linger thing as well when he was 12. Huh? Spending time with the, asking questions and seeking, being about his father's business and his parents left and were heading back home to Nazareth and, and they realized Jesus wasn't there. He's 12 years old. He's under their authority. And uh, where was he? Lingering in the presence of God, <laughs> spending time with the Lord at 12. Do you have any 12-year-old? We have a 12-year-old. I, when Wendy turned 12 just recently, I told her this is what 12-year-olds do. I've got Bible on this. This is what 12-year-olds do. They hang out in God's presence. This is not time where you fill your life with games and, you know, and videos. And, and that's not wrong with the right amount and proper amount of that. Kids, kids can play. I'm sure Jesus played. Uh, but this is what 12-year-olds do. Huh? They ask questions about God. They ask those who have gone before them. And they discuss the word. And when church is over, they don't want to leave. Amen. Now, I know some of the ushers are getting concerned. We have to lock up tonight. Now, no one's going to leave. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean, but amen. Good presence of the Lord in here. I appreciate the, the ushers had to scramble last minute because they ran out of the little cups for communion. And some of you were going to have to do without. <laughs> And they, I don't know who did that, but some of them ran. They went into the store and, and made it happen uh, last minute. So what a good job they did. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah, nice job, guys. Right. And I appreciate that willingness to step up and do what's necessary. Amen. Well, God is good. Thank you, Lord. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, let's let's go ahead and receive the offering. Then uh, then we'll pray and if the Lord wants us to do anything else at that time, we'll do that.
I could, I could stay, honestly, I could stay and teach. <laughs> uh, I have lots of things inside of me. But, uh, you know, there's times to teach and there's times to just uh, rejoice and proclaim and, and so forth. Amen. All right. Well, this is just our regular offering. So if you're giving in it, get ready and get ready and have that all handled. And they'll pass the buckets. So we'll pray over the offering. Uh, and then we'll do that. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for a real good offering tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. That's the way some of you pray when you're about to eat, huh? I am hungry. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Would someone hurry up and pray? You ever had that? The food's getting cold. Humby dumb. Praise God. All right. As they're doing that, let me pray over you. And I'm, I, 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 whenever I do this, you see, I, I do this intentionally. And uh, the Lord guides us and leads us. I do this. This is why I do this on Sunday. You ever wonder, I, I finish my message and then I pray. I'm, I'm saying, Lord, I'm not done unless you're done. I'm saying, Lord, I'm done with what I planned, with what I know to say. But I, let, I listen and uh, do that in your life. I encourage you. I got my plans, everything set. All right, now stop and listen. Father, thank you for working in our hearts tonight. Thank you for working in every life. I thank you for everybody healed, every mind made right, every marriage restored. I thank you for every victory won. I thank you for that we have the victory now. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for every good thing. Your promises are true. Your promises are for us. We thank you for your word. It gives us life. Thank you for victory. Thank you for your peace. It's satisfying. Thank you for your joy and your victory. Thank you, Lord. It is our strength today and every day and all the time. All the glory. All the honor. And all the praise. Be unto you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God is good. God is so good. God is so good. Amen, amen. Hey, uh, earlier I, 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 saw my, I saw myself uh, coming to the second row. What happened when I laid hands on you guys? It was heavy and you couldn't stand on your own strength. What happened to you? Just blessed. And that's what, that, that's what I thought was, was supposed to happen. Just blessed. Blessed, Amen. I, I couldn't reach you, but <laughs> anything happened? What happened to you when I laid my hands on you? Same thing. Praise God, Amen. The blessing of the Lord can be very tangible, you know. And the glory of God is defined in Scripture is weighty. It's a. Uh, it, it can be, and it's not weighty in like a like a weight like a burden, but it's heavy, serious. It's it's honor, it's respect, it's glory. And sometimes when that the manifest glory of God comes on a person. It's hard to stand up under. Amen. Praise God. Well, I think we'll I think we'll be done. Uh, uh, um, I guess. <laughs> I think we're done. Uh, praise God. Amen. Well, thank God for the blessing of God. Amen. Amen. I'd be happy to lay hands on anyone after the service if they wanted hands laid on. 
uh, for the blessing of the Lord, and we can we can do some of that. And and uh, if that if you want that, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk and stuff, uh, which you do, just don't talk right up here because that way there's room if people want to come and be, you know, have hands laid on them for uh, the blessing of God. Remember, remember, I mentioned that earlier. You know, I've been quoting scriptures without looking them up. But Jesus blessed, he laid his hands on the children. And, and what did he do? Just blessed them. It was a blessing that was transferred. They didn't necessarily need healing or, that wasn't, it was just blessing of God. Yeah. Remember Jesus said, their angel is ever before my father in heaven. You know, maybe you've heard that taught before. I've probably said it before. Just because you grow up, you don't lose your angel. You know, that's why. If you ask people, hey, do you, does everyone have an, have an angel? People say yes without knowing any scriptures. But, uh, yeah, you do. You do have, everyone has an angel, at least one, assigned to them to protect and do different things for you. They're, they're present in the room now. And, uh, but just like, likewise, J- Jesus would bless those uh, children. Well, you don't grow up to where you don't need the blessing of God anymore. Amen. And that tangible presence, that tangible blessing is not what, hey, well, I'm growing up now, and so that's for the kids. Uh, no, no, it's for everyone. Amen? All right. Bless you all. I think we're done.